But you know that at times McCarthy has stabbed you in the back. So, no, so when he does he did. that, I, I don't mean, like I him. understand that. McCarthy has stabbed you in the back. I understand that. I yeah. understand. Welcome to Open Source News. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and turn on that notifications bell so you don't miss a thing. Welcome to Open Source News. I am your brother. I am your host. My name is James, the Black Conservative Patriot. Hope you're having a great weekend so far. What an interesting thing has happened to this uh, channel on the last uh, episode. So you can see here, generally, when I make a video, the likes to versus dislikes is usually 99.7, 99.6. But this morning's video got 96.9%. That's the lowest um, I've ever gotten. Actually, uh, it's probably gone up since then. So let's see, I'm probably 97.1%. So still awesome, right? 97.1% is an excellent grade, but usually I'm at 99.6, 99.7. This is generally where I'm at. The uh, channel average is 99.6. Why did I mention this? Well, the reason why I got 97.1% uh, and I got a, pretty much multiples of my usual dislikes is because I dare say that I am disappointed by President Trump and his pushing for Kevin McCarthy. But if you think I'm harsh on President Trump, then I need to play you some clips that I played on my other show, but you probably need to hear on this one. And it's President Trump being critical of President Trump. Kevin McCarthy is not a good guy. Let me remind you of this. Anyway, let's start off with the introduction of Wayne Allen Root speaking with President Trump via phone, doing his like top 10 countdown of the year right before the new year. Check this out. Let me get yeah. to point number two that I get letters all the time about. Why we, we know you don't like Mitch McConnell, but why do you stand with Kevin McCarthy or Ronan McDaniel? That's another two I get all the time, but we don't understand why. Because to me, I don't like them either, like McConnell, to me. But you tell me. Go ahead. So there you have Wayne Allen Root talking to President Trump on the phone saying, look, we all agree don't like McConnell, but we don't like McCarthy either. And this is Wayne Allen Root, who absolutely adores President Trump, and says, I love you, man, but what is it with McCarthy? Why, why is it that you want McCarthy to speak of the House? Why are you supporting McCarthy? This is coming right before the vote from Wayne Allen Root, a friend and a great supporter of President Trump. And he says that he gets letters from his uh, subscribers and his followers and his audience saying, what is it with President Trump and McCarthy? So we're not the only one here at Open Source News dismayed by this action. I'll, I'll tell you, look, first of all, uh, I think Kevin uh, has really worked hard. I think perhaps most importantly, we're playing a very dangerous game. We have a majority of uh, literally a few votes, a few votes, and you could end up with somebody uh, just horrible. You could end up with a horrible speaker, including possibly a Democrat speaker. Now, just like the Democrats who were saying it, I'm not going to say President Trump had the same motive, but that's just fear mongering. Hakeem Jeffries was capped at 212. There was no Republican that was going to jump over to Hakeem Jeffries. That just wasn't going to happen. And the Democrats weren't going to jump over to help the Republicans either. They were lockstep all 15 votes. So that wasn't going to happen. And I think it's a false dichotomy that we were going to get McCarthy or nobody else. Had Jim Jordan wanted it, he could have had it. If Jim Jordan wanted to be Speaker of the House, it was his for the taking. So 
So that 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 doesn't hold. But why? Okay, maybe some folks don't even understand where why we're against McCarthy. Let me remind you of two very big reasons why, of, of many, why we don't like McCarthy. How about the fact that uh, when it came to January 6th, he thought that President Trump should resign over January 6th as if President Trump were responsible for the insurrection, a.k.a. protest, on the Capitol on January 6th, 2021. The sounds of silence coming from House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy of California after audio was released where McCarthy tells fellow Republicans he has had it with President Trump and plan to urge him to resign. Previously, McCarthy and a spokesperson denied the claim, McCarthy saying the reporting was false and wrong. Kevin McCarthy is a Trump backstabbing bastard. And when he got caught, he said it was a lie. That he wasn't going to try to talk President Trump into resigning over January 6th. Except there was a small problem that Kevin uh, McCarthy didn't uh, realize. And he should have realized it because he does the same thing when it comes to blackmailing Republicans to stay in line and toe the line. He didn't realize or forgot, well, he probably didn't realize, but forgot there's something called audio recordings that proved that Kevin McCarthy was lying about this. But now the Times reporters have released audio of an alleged exchange reportedly from a January 10th call hosted by Wyoming Congresswoman Liz Cheney. That's right. Kevin McCarthy was on a phone call with Liz Cheney talking about getting President Trump to resign. Liz Cheney, the warmonger. But that should be no surprise. Have you seen this photo of Kevin McCarthy all decked out in Ukraine colors? Where's your allegiance, Kevin, uh, 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 Kevin McCarthy, to yourself, to power, to the almighty dollar, and to the warmongers? Anyway, I, digre- I digress. Are you hearing that he might resign? Is there any reason to think that might happen? I've had a few discussions. My gut tells me no. Um, I'm seriously thinking of having that conversation with him tonight. I haven't talked to him in a couple days. Um, From what I know of him, I mean, you guys all know him too. Do you think he'd ever back away? That's McCarthy right after the events of January 6, 2021, stabbing Trump in the back, talking with Liz Cheney and others about his imminent or upcoming conversation with President Trump in which he's going to ask him to resign and wants validation from this group of vipers, of backstabbers. And Wayne Allen Root asked him about this. But you know that at times McCarthy has stabbed you in the back. So, no, so when he does he that, I, I mean, like I understand him. that. I yeah. understand that. I mean, he does it again. Right, well, right. fight back and all this stuff. But and it's possible he will. You know, I mean, I get life. I get the way it works. So for all you folks that are James BCP, you got this wrong. He's going to control uh, McCarthy. This is President Trump on the 27th of the 28th, like within 10 days saying, yeah, he's aware that Kevin McCarthy might still stab him in the back and it's kind of we're just gonna have to wait and see so is that the 4d chess you guys think trump is playing or i guess he's just fooling us by saying that because he's really playing for uh, 4d chess come on folks this is the time we have to grow up and go look president trump 
Yes, he knows a lot of things. And perhaps he can control Kevin McCarthy. But like I said, do we want someone controlled or do we want someone who's an independently minded, true conservative to the core and is principle-based? Give me the latter anytime. Oh, let's also forget another thing about McCarthy. It's not just about trying to uh, get Trump to resign. It's also McCarthy going after colleagues of his, of which he's supposed to be the speaker of the House over, because he disagrees with their thoughts on what took place at the beginning of January 2021. And he, just like the Marxist bastard he is, he wants to silence them, or he wanted to silence them. Once again, another recording of Kevin McCarthy showing his true colors. January of 2021. Remember, President Trump uh, was widely seen after January 6th as potentially inciting a second attack on the Capitol. And so Twitter took action and and removed him um, from that platform. And so what McCarthy is talking about is um, he's hearing from his fellow GOP leaders on this call about some of the more bombastic tweets from far right members of the House caucus. And McCarthy said, says out loud on this call, you know, can't they take their uh, Twitter accounts away too? So this is why it's disgusting to me that anyone is like, yes, McCarthy is such a conservative guy. He's going to do a great job for us. Trust President Trump. Uh, The guy tried to get President Trump to resign or thought about having a conversation with him and met in council with people like Liz Cheney to discuss it. Hmm. Yeah, that's a guy I want for Speaker of the House and a guy who wanted to silence his own colleagues in the Republican Party because supposedly they were too right. He wanted to silence them. Wow, folks. Just wow. If you are not disappointed by McCarthy as Speaker of the House. Um, which is striking given his uh, you know, tough talk today about taking on high tech companies, big tech companies, uh, in this private conversation that we have on tape. Uh, he suggested that those big tech companies that he wants to crack down on actually should crack down on members of his caucus, um, the very members who he is now courting assiduously to try to keep happy so that he has the votes to become speaker. That's called being a hypocrite, being two-faced. Oh, I'm going to take on big tech, but he wants big tech to silence his colleagues that are far right. Yeah, that's just the guy that President Trump should have been supporting for Speaker of the House. It's it's a striking moment in this conversation because he's almost pulling his hair out. You can sort of hear the anguish in his voice as he's talking about what else do I have to deal with beyond President Trump and my own members? Uh, and he, he's deeply frustrated in that period. And once again, the McCarthy uh, office uh, denied uh, that fact. And it is a fact. It's on tape um, that he said this sort of pining away, hoping that Twitter could strip some of his own members of their accounts. Hmm. A guy who doesn't back President Trump wants him to resign and a guy who's for censorship. That seems like just the guy we need. Okay. Now, for those of you saying, but President Trump, he's got a plan. That's why he's 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 got some dirt on McCarthy. He can control McCarthy. He knows what he's doing. What would make you think that President Trump is perfect when he picks people or backs people? Because even President Trump doesn't think that. 
Listen to him once again talking to Wayne Allen Root about regretting backing McConnell. But it seems like all our Republican leaders, they're all weak and feckless and cowardly, except well, you. The, the I don't worst, know why we the worst we you. have is Mitch McConnell. I mean, Mitch McConnell is the worst. Yeah. And what I well, really I with that. am disappointed in, he was so nice to me for two years, and he was just as nice as you could be. And he was running and he was losing, and he asked for my endorsement. Sounds familiar? Who's been jockeying himself for the last two years to become Speaker of the House and needed President Trump's help to push him over the edge to victory. There's a lot of parallels between McCarthy and McConnell, and I'm just talking about the McSee at the beginning of their surnames. And instead of running somebody in the primary against him in Kentucky, which likes me and I like them, I didn't do that. I didn't run. I should have run somebody in the primary. That's President Trump admitting that he should not have backed McConnell. That he did it because McConnell was good to him and friendly and McConnell did a great job. We got to give credit where credit is due in getting the judiciary appointments of President Trump through and confirmed at the Senate. I mean, we have to be grateful to McConnell for that. But that's one thing and it doesn't, uh, it doesn't uh, cover up and atone for all his other political sins against America and against the conservative Republican agenda. You heard President Trump say he should have backed somebody else. And he may say that about McCarthy. He probably is going to say that about McCarthy. And and I just played the clip too. When Alan Root, he's got, he, he stabbed you in the back. He might do it again. He goes, yeah, if he does, I'll get tough at that time. He's giving Kevin McCarthy the benefit of the doubt. A man who's by his actions does not deserve not only not getting the benefit of the doubt, he does not deserve to be anywhere near the Speaker of the House or have his hands on the gavel, or even be in Congress, if you ask me. But for two, two and a half years, he was so nice. So I gave him the endorsement, and he went up 20 points, and he won. And then as soon as he won, it was like, uh, you know, just ridiculous. It was ridiculous. But he's he's bad news. He's He's so bad for the country, and he's so bad for the party. Kevin McCarthy, too, is wrong for the country and wrong for the party. And there you go, folks. That's my little argument, if you will. President Trump has shown, uh, first of all, we looked at McCarthy, who has shown that he is a deep state, treasonous, traitorous, backstabbing bastard, trying to, with Cheney, look at getting President Trump to resign before his term was up. His first term was up in January of 2021. He lied, by the way, both these things he was lied and caught on tape about. Also wanting to silence fellow conservatives. That's who we need in the Speaker of the House. A person who likes silencing dissent and opposing views. Wow. And then President Trump showing himself that he is not, doesn't pick them perfectly. He backed McConnell and then regrets that he did. So there you go, folks. I think I covered and showed you evidence that using fact, evidence-based arguments we have shown that McCarthy is not a man to be trusted and not a man on our side. And that is why we're saddened by President Trump supporting him. I think the best way, I was telling Mrs. BCP, my wife, about this, this morning, after I recorded this morning's episode, I said, you know what? I think the biggest thing I feel is just disappointment. Because it's been business as usual. And for four years, we had the greatest president in the history of our life, uh, of our 
life uh, of our lifetimes, right? It's a bit business as usual, and all of a sudden we get a man who not only worked at completing every single campaign promise that he made, the ones that he didn't is because he was opposed by his own party, like people people like Kevin McCarthy, and of course the Democrats. We we saw light finally. Energy independence, great economy, no new wars, a president who represents and loves the people. And then in 2021, that all went away. And that's what that's what hurts the most, is that we got a glimpse of how good it is and can be again. And then it seems like President Trump is just supporting the old way of doing things, something we want to get away from. And that is, if you want to soft your language because you, your sensitivities can't handle truth, then take it this way. Here's the spoonful of sugar. It's truly disappointing what President Trump has done because we just had hope for something better. All right. President Trump uh, has a new uh, woe on his plate. We have Reuters reporting yesterday, Donald Trump ordered by judge to face new fraud lawsuit. Here we go. A New York judge on Friday, yesterday, said former U.S. President Donald Trump must face a lawsuit by the state's attorney general accusing him of fraudulently overvaluing his namesake real estate company's assets and his own net worth. Which, of course, President Trump, right, as a billionaire, he does all of the valuations. He's an appraiser of his own properties. And he's also the CFO. Absolutely ridiculous. Attorney General Letitia James had sued Trump, his adult children, Donald Jr., Eric and Ivanka, and the Trump Organization last September over an alleged scheme to inflate Trump's assets by billions of dollars through a decade of lies to banks and insurers and what she called a staggering fraud. A fraud so staggering, they haven't yet gotten anything on Teflon Don yet because the guy is pretty squeaky clean. They can't get anything to stick even with all of the crazy power they have over judges throughout D.C., they still can't get Trump. Because, oh, I don't know, maybe because he's just innocent of all of these things. Justice Arthur Engeron of the state Supreme Court in Manhattan rejected defense claims that James waited too long to sue, fell short of establishing fraud, and should have better justified the $250 million of damages she is seeking. So... The judge said, no, no, those aren't value valid arguments. We need, we need President, President Trump to face this ridiculous lawsuit. And it's just uh, more excuses. Let's, let me give you the rest of the information. He also said Ivanka Trump could be sued despite her claim she had not falsified valuations and not worked for the Trump organization since 2017, saying she could be liable for participating in continuing wrongs. So there you go, folks. It's not about justice. It's about going after Trump and his family. She wasn't even there, but they want to go after her because of continuing wrongs, things that continued even though she wasn't there when they happened. So a bank robber can now go to jail, according to these people, for opening the door for other bank robbers to rob banks. You know, this is nuttery, but this is nuttery that they get away with all the time, folks, all the time. Sophisticated defense counsel should have known better, Engeron wrote nonetheless. In a statement, James said, 
Trump, quote, engaged in years of extensive financial fraud to enrich himself and cheat the system and must defend himself in court. So, President Trump, as you know, is seeking another term in 2024 and having all these legal woes doesn't help him. And that's why they're having all these Mickey Mouse, thin, thin, thinly veiled legal actions against President Trump. They always have to have him involved in a scandal every single day. If it's once one thing is debunked, it's another one. They always have to muddy his name. That is how the Marxist bastards roll. Okay, folks, let's end with this. This is important. What are we getting from McCarthy? What are the concessions? What are the bullet points? Here we go. Single member vote to oust speaker. Votes on lawmaker term limits and border security. This is important. Freedom Caucus members on rules committee. Is that why the Freedom Caucus was so tough? And then when they got what they wanted, okay, Kevin, you can go ahead and be Speaker of the House. Pro McCarthy Pact stays out of safe primary races. Because what did they do? What did Kevin McCarthy do? He sabotaged or attempted to sabotage many of the elections. He's not on our side. He's a swamp creature. Select Committee on Weaponization of DOJ. 72 hours to read bill before going to floors and reveal the salaries of government officials. Crazy world we live in, folks. Crazy world we live in. And yet they're still going after President Trump. All right, folks, that's the Trump news for today. We'll have uh, one or two more reports for you uh, over the weekend. So please make sure you like, share, and subscribe and check out our other shows. The links to everything are down below.